This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Let's go to work, brother. You play ball like a girl. <laughs> This is the Workday Red Zone on the ticket, 95.3 and 9.70 a.m. K-N-E-A. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Hello, friends. Glad to be back talking to everybody again. Glad we're not uh, snowed in. Turns out just kidding about that whole snow apocalypse thing hey but we're here we're all good everybody is back to more or less their normal monday routine of course it is a holiday happy mlk junior day but uh, otherwise the rest of you out and about back at the office all the things that you would uh, normally be doing that means hey listening to us thanks it is the workday red zone we appreciate you tuning in today on the ticket kda 970 am along with 95.3 KBRI. And, of course, all of the other places you can find us on the Ticket Radio Network. We stream online at 953theticket.com. And you can take us with you on the go by downloading the TuneIn app, searching for KNEA. And that's all you got to do. If you want to shout out us today, super simple, call us, 870-9303-776. You can also interact with us on social media. And uh, that's at facebook.com slash 953theticket or on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie, just search for the hashtag WDRZ. Already got today's KavanaughCars.com question posted for you. Hey, I'm Kara. I'm joined in studio today by producer Andrew Bowen. Hey, hey. How you doing? Doing all right. We might not should let Cade come back. He bailed on us today to go watch the Grizzlies. I mean, I would too. <laughs> I mean, no, I wouldn't. What? Who said that? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I guess it's. I guess it's fair enough. I get, he called dibs, so you didn't get to go. Yeah, I know. You're stuck here it's producing the, with us. They play the Bulls, correct? Yes, they do. I mean, that's going to be a great game. I don't blame him. It is going to be a great game. It's actually going to be coming up for you today, as, as soon as we wrap it up. But uh, some other items of notes throw at you before we get here up and rolling. Uh, over the weekend, Arkansas State women's basketball completing. A sweep of their three-game Sunbelt Conference homestand uh, Saturday. They topped Coastal Carolina 81-60 to at First National Bank Arena. Kia Patton scored 19 points. She also had a career-high uh, six steals in that contest. So the Red Wolves are now 10-7 and overall. They are 3-1 in league play. Uh, coming up tonight, of course, uh, although the A-State men were off all weekend, you can still get up to speed on everything with both the men's and the women's team. It's nice uh, live with the Red Wolves at Lost Pizza on Southwest Drive. Coach Mike Bellotto plus women's coach Destiny Rogers. They're going to answer your fan questions from 6 to 7, probably bring a special player guest out there with them. And if you can't make it out, you can tune in on 107.9 K-Fine or that K-Fine app. Elsewhere over the weekend, Arkansas State, or excuse me, Arkansas. Uh, sorry here, we were talking about the Red Wolves, and I just wanted to keep going with it. Arkansas Razorbacks closed very strong at 12th-ranked LSU. They ended that game on a 17-2 run in Batten, and uh, that sent the Hogs to a 65-58 win. So they improved out to 12-5. and And as mentioned today, we've got Grizzlies hoops coming up. 
Of course, uh, they saw that win streak snapped over the weekend. So what does that mean? Well, today you just got to start a new one. They're taking on the Bulls for the annual MLK Day game. So that tip off at 2.30, which means, again, pregame coverage starts at 2. So right when we get done, we'll go right into Memphis Grizzlies coverage. So looking forward to that. Obviously, we've got a uh, we've got a lot to recap over the weekend. Uh, you know, A-State stuff going on, both uh, the women's basketball game, some football news to touch base on. Uh, obviously, it was a NFL wildcard playoff weekend. No, we don't have your picks graded yet. Remember, there is one more game coming up tonight. <laughs> Uh, we've got, uh, of course, college hoops, NBA, all of that going on. So as you look across the sports landscape, I want to know pretty much your best and worst of the sporting weekend. Whether it was an athlete, a coach, some other sports figure, I don't know, broadcaster, whatever. Who had the best and who had the worst sporting weekend? And that's our Kavanaugh Cars dot com question again i think with so much different stuff going on you can make a case for several different figures both local and national and so we'll dive into a lot of that through the course of the day uh there are definitely uh, some a-state names we can throw out there in addition to uh, all the stuff that happened across pro football but uh just a, a pretty fun weekend overall i uh, do want to mentioned that the 2021 Football Writers Association of America freshman team has been released. Freshman All-America team. This is actually some new news here, and I'm glad I I double-checked on it. But uh, they, of course, this is uh, freshman. It is players from all across the country. It's the 21st season for the freshman All-America team. And, of course, this is a little bit of a different type of freshman team because you have two-year freshmen on this team but hey works out in Arkansas State's honor Corey Rucker one of the honorees as a freshman All-American by the Football Raider Football Writers Association so pretty good stuff there he lands there uh, on on you know is the wide receiver spot after an impressive uh, second freshman season <laughs> of course last year he was on the field uh, quite a bit for for Arkansas State towards the end of the season. Of course, uh, Jay Adams, a guy who had most of the spotlight last year. But, you know, in 2021, or excuse me, 2020, we saw Corey Rucker out there some, had that absolutely insane game that he finished up the 2020 season on. And then he was a key piece at wide receiver last season for Arkansas State. I mean, a go-to guy as uh, just a freshman. So he lands, uh, gets recognized as, as an All-American there by the Football Writers Association of America, freshman All-American. So congratulations to Corey Rucker. Pretty good stuff going on there. So since this was announced, to, you know, on a Monday, he doesn't doesn't quite land in the uh, criteria to be one of the answers of our KavanaughCars.com question. But Again, uh, pretty good stuff, and congratulations to Corey. We've thrown out the the question of the day, so I tell you what, we're actually going to go ahead and and jump right on into a break here so we can let you all think about your answers, and we'll come back, and I've got uh, somebody to throw out right away in terms of a best of, and uh, it's an A-State figure. We'll tell you more about it when we come back. Keep it here with us on The Ticket. We're the station that loves bat flips, transition threes, and end zone dances. One, two, three, It's Northeast Arkansas's Sports Station, 95.3 The Ticket. 
Registration is going on now at East Arkansas Community College. There's never been a better time to enroll in classes at EACC. If you want to make a change in the new year, let EACC help you get there. Many programs are available to get you trained and to get you to work. Free money for spring is available for students enrolled in six or more hours. Apply online at eacc.edu, visit the Wind Center or main campus in Forest City, or call 870-633-4480 to get registered for spring classes. Spring classes begin Tuesday, January 18th. Don't wait to get registered. Go to eacc.edu or call 870-633-4480 today. Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Quick Lane is the home of buy three, get one free on tires and oil changes. With tires starting as low as $59 and the everyday low oil change price of $34.99. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes and alignments for all makes and models. Your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is Quick Lane. At the corner of Caraway and Highland, next to Tommy's Car Wash. Or call 870-934-1907. 2022 is here, and the more some things change, the more one thing stays the same. It's always worth the drive to Mr. T's. At Mr. T's, they offer the coldest beer at the lowest prices. And that's not just some slogan. Go buy Mr. T's, and you're going to save serious money on their selection of more than 200 beers from around the world. The biggest selection and the best prices. No wonder they say it's worth the drive to Mr. T's. Just across the St. Francis River in Cardwell or Mr. T's Express in Red Onion, Missouri. You'll be hearing a lot about Medicare as you approach age 65, and Woody Harrelson wants to help you learn about your options and make the decision that's best for you. Call Woody at 870-897-5000 or come by 2512 Alexander Drive in Jonesboro today to learn how Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shields Medicare plans offer the right peace of mind for your needs and budget. Woody Harrelson is the soliciting agent of Arkansas Blue Cross. Plans available only to residents of Arkansas. Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield is an HMO and PFFS plan with a Medicare contract. Enrollment at Arkansas Blue Cross depends on contract renewal. Central Chevrolet Cadillac is Central Satisfaction. What is Central Satisfaction? Making sure you get the best deal on your next vehicle and award-winning customer service after you buy. Right now, get $500 off a 2022 Silverado plus 750 Conquest Cash. Or how about $1,000 off a 2022 Blazer plus $750 Conquest Cash. Also over 150 pre-owned vehicles in stock. See dealer for details. Central Chevrolet Cadillac is Central Satisfaction. 3207 Stadium Boulevard and online at centralchevrolet.com. At Centennial Bank, our focus has always been on the people and communities we serve, and that's something that will never change. We're passionate about the same things you are. That's why we're proud to support Arkansas State University and all our communities in Northeast Arkansas. Whether it's opening up a new account, online or mobile banking, or helping you with a perfect loan, our promise is to always be here for you. At Centennial Bank, we're banking with you in mind. Centennial Bank, member FDIC. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. I'm gonna find Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kind of getting settled in on a Monday. Might should have done some stretches before we got started, but that's okay. Got some caffeine, so... That's good enough. And one one last Martha Harps cookies that were left over from Friday. So that's, You're fueled up and ready to that's go. That's the fuel for today's show. I think we can power through a couple of hours here uh, here on the program. Hey, phone lines are open, 9303-776. Again, if you're just joining us, com question today. I want to know who you feel like had the best and the worst 
sporting weekend. And if you're throwing out list of potential best, uh, I can make a pretty good case for A-State women's basketball coach Destiny Rogers. And uh, the type of weekend that she had is the Red Wolves went 2-0 and and swept App State and Coastal Carolina. We'll talk more on her and more on what the Red Wolves were able to do uh, on Saturday in just a moment. But uh, phone lines are open. Let's check in with Chuck. How are you? I'm doing good, Kara. How are you? Hey, doing good. Thanks for calling today. Hey, what was your question of the day again? Hey, uh, looking for two answers today. Who had the ber- best sports weekend? Who had the worst sports weekend? Well, I'd have to say the worst would have to be the referees for the uh, Bengals and uh, Raiders game. Okay. Uh, did you watch any of that game? I did not watch a ton of of NFL action this week. So many of the games were so lopsided that I couldn't get into it. But I know that one was close. Give us some of the highlights or, or the lowlights of the officiating. Well, they blew. I heard the whistle, but they said they didn't hear it. Uh, the Bengals were driving, and uh, Joe Burrow was rolling out. And by the time he threw the ball, they blew the whistle. You know, I know everybody's been talking about it. I know. I did see. So, you know, I did spend a good time, a, a, a good amount of wasted time on social media. And I, I know that the officials went, had to put out a statement after that game. Yeah, that it was an inverted Whistle or something is what they said on ESPN. But, man, I always thought once you blew the whistle, the ball was dead. I mean, that's, that's what I've always thought. The whistle, when the whistle happens, the play stops. Right. You know, but they went ahead and gave the Bengals the touchdown. Me, I'd have brought it back and made them replay it. I mean, I used to say they wouldn't have got it then, but still. So that's my worst of the weekend. My best, I guess, would have to be Buffalo, man, the way yeah. they scored seven on every drive that they had against the Pats. Yeah, you know? I don't I don't know what a, a, a perfect game would look like in football. I mean, we know what it means in baseball, but, but I guess, you know, it would probably be pretty close to what the Bills did. No turnovers, um, more, more incompletions than you, than, or excuse me, more, more touchdowns than incompletions. Uh-huh. Uh, gosh, just, they only had three no penalties. They didn't punt. They didn't turn it over. It's it was crazy. just insane. Yeah. I mean, you know, that, that was a lot. You know, and yeah. I was kind of hoping that New England would win. Cause I was kind of hoping to see them and, Tampa in the Super Bowl because, you know, you got the, the teacher against the student. Sure. You know, with Belichick and Tom Brady. Yeah, sure. Completely so, understand that. You know. But, now, as far as your question, that's, that's my answer on them, too. Now, my question for you, the rumors going around is that Blake Groupie, the reason why he transferred was he was out of uh, – Eligibility for eight state? Now, is that true? No, and I, I don't know where that where that is coming from. Um, no, and I know. So he played. He spent five years at A State, right? And yeah, pre COVID, yes, he would have been out of eligibility. But uh, actually, went through and, and looked at his eligibility the other day, and so so his very first year here 
would have been hold on just one second let me make a quick note so i don't say this incorrectly so his okay. his very first year on the arkansas state campus was in 2017 okay and he red he redshirted that year so doesn't count right so, right. so in 2018 he's a redshirt freshman 2019 right. a redshirt sophomore in 2020 He's a redshirt junior. Well, 2020 does not count at all in your eligibility. So in 2021, just last season, what does that mean? That means he's a redshirt junior once again, which means he would have another year of eligibility left. So really, all it all it means, yes, he's already got his bachelor's. Yes, he's already got his master's. But uh, he could continue, as long as he was enrolled in school and pursuing some kind of degree work, he would be able to continue in, in play. Now, now there is one exception to that, but I can't quite wrap my head around it being the case in this case because Groupie is a very good kicker. Schools don't have to honor another year of, of scholarships for players after a COVID year. That's a, that's a school decision because we have seen some guys go ahead and move on even though they would not have a year of eligibility left. However, I cannot wrap my head around that being the case for Groupie. You don't have another kicker there um, already in-house that has handled uh, field goals. Uh, you don't have there's – there's a lot of different positions across college football where you can go and dip into the transfer portal and get really, really quality players. Backup kickers are backup kickers for a reason. And, and you don't want to dip into the portal for those guys. So so I, I can I, I do not believe that is the case at all. Well, I was just trying to figure out if that's the case, how would he have been eligible at Notre Dame? I mean, you know, that's what, what wasn't making any sense for me. You know, right. and I'm glad to see that he did get a power five, going to a power five school. And to me, I think he wanted to go to a Power 5 school to prove, because he is a short guy, you know, that he, he could make it in a bigger school, because no knock on ASU. I mean, they've had guys drafted from ASU, you know, that's done very well in the NFL. But the knock on Blake is he's a smaller guy. You understand what I'm saying as a kicker? Yeah, well, it's not just just his size. We haven't seen him consistently with the leg that would translate to the next level um, at this point right. in time. He's he's abs- he's very very solid from about forty five in. Um, he just I don't know. You know, in the NFL, at times you're going to be called to make that sixty yarder. Whether it's it's actually you got to at least have a chance to have it and we to hit it, and we haven't seen him really tested. And and not only that, I don't think it's necessarily. The spotlight, but I think it's the pressure. There is going to be a different level of pressure kicking for Notre Dame than there is kicking for Arkansas State. And so I think he wanted to to test himself in that aspect. Right. Well, Karen, that's all I had. I appreciate you taking my call and answering my question. You know, like I said, that's just a rumor I heard, and I know you can't always believe rumors. But I just wanted to check on that because I couldn't understand how he wouldn't be eligible to play at Arkansas State. But he'd be eligible to play at Notre Dame. Yeah. You know? He has... But, uh... Go ahead. Collegiately, he has one year of of eligibility left wherever he lands. Okay. All right. Well, y'all have a great day and go Red Wolves. Thanks, Chuck. We appreciate the phone call. Again, the 
the only way he wouldn't have eligibility left, like you can't have eligibility in one place and not have it another. Yeah, I was about to say it's NCAA eligibility. It's not a state eligibility. So you got to think about it like that, where it's just everywhere. The only way that he, that what Chuck had heard would even make close sense is, is if they denied him. Or well, again, schools because this is an NCAA policy, schools don't have to renew the scholarship they don't have to put these players on scholarship for an additional year to, right. to avoid that COVID year but again it, it's not like a groupie is like some third or fourth string guy or anything he's a good kicker yeah he so is. again that's not what happened at a state he was not shoved out the door and told hey you, you go somewhere else that's yeah. he still had eligibility he chose to go to Notre Dame and I don't know and there's some quote that's been making the rounds about how he wanted the the bigger spotlight I haven't seen that quote and I'd love for somebody to send it to my direction I have seen him say that you know he wanted to continue to push himself and, and go to a place with a little bit more pressure where the where this uh but not I don't know the the spotlight question or the spotlight comment kind of seems a little bit different we'll talk more on a state football in a moment but I uh, want to go back to, to the original point before the phone calls. We've been asking you today who had the best sports weekend, who had the worst sports weekend. And uh, Destiny Rogers continues to get a lot of support among the A-State faithful for, you know, potentially her stepping into the women's basketball coaching role uh, permanently, not just as an interim. And the reason for that is because, well, the Red Wolves have fared very, very well during her time at the helm thus far and of course last week they picked up uh, another two wins and capped off that three-game homestand in Jonesboro with an 81-60 win over Coastal Carolina and Coastal Carolina one of those schools that had uh, you know really good record coming in although they played some weaker competition earlier but this was a good team and this was a team that um, just had a lot of size that Arkansas State was going to have to overcome also a really good three-point shooting team defensively in the Sun Belt, they were holding the opponents to the fewest points per game of any of the 12 teams. So they were doing a lot of things well going into that game. And and after the half, it was just clear as day who the better team was, who was going to come out on top, and that this is a team that is, is really surging right now uh, in terms of Arkansas State. Now, we'll talk more about, you know, the, the potential there of, of – what's going to happen over the next few games as to whether or not uh, they should make that hire permanent. But these games are fun to watch right now for the A-State women. Again, 81 points. They're averaging 81.4 points per game. You're not going to get bored when you go in and you watch them play. And there's so many different play people playing well that, uh, that it's just, again, big positive. More in a moment. Let's go to the phones and check in with Wade. How are you? I am very well. How are you? Doing good. Thanks for calling. Well, thank you for taking my call. Um, so, I'm chiming in a little bit on Coach Destiny. Golly, I like her more and more every day. Um, so, can I pick your brain? Can I can I get your expertise and wisdom? Because I value that for the remaining what eleven games, twelve games that the women have. Which which ones do you have circled that if they win those games that you feel like that's Showing the progress we want to see. January twenty second. I mean, obviously, all of them. January twenty second, February twelfth. Okay, and who are those? I haven't really at looked. Troy on Saturday at 
Little Rock uh, in February. And, and here's why. Um, Troy, over the past few years, has surpassed Arkansas State as a program. Uh, they have a very unique style. Uh, Coach Rigby does. Basically, they just they just have the floor to the gas pedal at, at all times, and they're tough to hang with. The fact that that game is, is at Troy, the fact that Troy right now is leading the Sunbelt Conference standings, the fact that Troy went to the NCAA Women's Basketball Tournament, last season and honestly won they got hosed out of a win in that in that tournament last year right now they are the best team in the Sunbelt Conference if you win that one on Saturday at Troy that is huge in solidifying the the resume and then one other one is the game February 12th that that's at Little Rock now Little Rock is not having a great season they're one and one in in Sunbelt play they've already had some COVID issues Joe Foley's team is a little bit down but it's still a Joe Foley team and what that means is they're going to ugly it up and they're going to be almost impossible to beat. And then there's this nugget as well. It's the fact that Arkansas State women's basketball has not won at Little Rock since 2005. So if you get the Little Rock road monkey off your back and you win at Troy, I mean, yes, you know, the team has to continue to play well in the other games, then I'd, I'm, I'm all for giving that job to Destiny. Sounds good. Um um, I, I did not realize it had been that. I mean, I knew Little Rock had been tough, but I didn't realize it had been that much of it. I mean, the gosh, that's a forever drought. Yeah. That's a really long. We need to get that monkey off. Um, yeah, there are players right now that Arkansas State is recruiting that were not alive the last time that the A-State women won at Little Rock. Wow. Well, and I guess the other nugget, too, is if I'm not mistaken, it's likely to be it's the last uh, game as a conference mate, isn't it? It will be, yes. Uh, well, they they will also play here uh, this Saturday after that on the 19th, but it's one of the final okay. two. It'll be the last trip there that's that's a conference game. Okay. So, And did I see, or did I dream it, that there was a short article that was talking about ASU men being a sleeper to make the NCAA tournament? Did you see something like that? I did not, but I, I haven't really looked. Oh, they were just talking about, which I thought that was kind of, that kind of surprised me. I was thinking more of the women, but the article said that they'd had, you know, I guess they're eleven and four, and that two of the losses were to, um, you know, I guess ranked or, or pretty, you know, higher in the ranking, much, you know, much better teams than you know road losses that were, uh, you know, if you're going to have a loss, I guess a good loss that didn't hurt you so bad. Um, so I guess we'll see with that. But um, I know it's still too early. We, um, I guess, we'll see in three or four weeks. But I sure do like what they're doing with uh, Coach Destiny and the teams. No doubt. So, all right, everybody have a great day. Go Red Wolves. Be kind. Thanks for the phone call, Wade. Nine three zero three seven seven six is the number to call. With his A State women's team again, it was an eighty-one to sixty win Saturday over Coastal Carolina and. If you weren't there, you know, I, I will tell you, Coastal Carolina has a lot of size. Uh, they have a couple fa- uh, forwards that are just bigger, stouter uh, players to defend in the paint and players who rank very high in the Sunbelt Conference in, in rebounding. And you tip your cap to, to Trinity Jackson, who held her own in that aspect. She had 14 rebounds. I mean, Jaira looks like Jaira again. Seven assists, not a single turnover in that game. And then Kia Patton had six steals, which is just unreal to go with 19 points. Malin Wilkerson also in double figure. So you look at all the different things this team does, and it seems like, you know, Coach Rogers is really good at at manifesting. And what I mean by that 
is it seems like every time that she says, hey, I want it to work like this, or hey, this player needs to step it up, they do. Let's go to the phones. Hey, who's with us? Amy Jones. Hey, what you doing today? Uh, uh, <clears throat> waiting on this, uh, this Memphis uh, Grizzlies game uh, today, but uh, I got a question. Uh, uh, if, uh, if she does become the women's coach, how do you think the next year recruiting is going to be if they uh, decided to lift the uh, interim tag off the off this off the coach? That's a good question. One thing I, I like about Coach Rogers is she does have a lot of in-state ties, and women's basketball. I, I know you know people might not think of of the state of Arkansas as a great recruiting state. Well, that's that's the case for football. It's not the case. For women's basketball, there's a lot of in-state talent. So being able to have those in-state connections for her would be, that's huge. I mean, that goes a long way towards towards developing a class. So I think, uh, you know, it's it's a good start. You know, I don't know what she would do in terms of assembling a staff. That would be a big question in terms of recruiting also. But it's she's, she's not going to be at a, a significant disadvantage looking ahead to recruiting. Do you think that I mean? Do we uh do us uh as uh Red Wolf fans uh uh think it would be a good move uh because uh Coach Matt uh Daniels uh uh it, it was it was sad it was a little sad when he left but I think this uh I think Coach Destiny she gonna do a great job of coaching uh the team uh even if she gets uh interim tag lifted. I mean, she's done good so far. About uh, recruiting players, uh, you think she's going to get the right kind of players that she will that she would want to play for her? I have no idea. You know, uh, I wish I could talk to her and ask her that question, but I know she's busy and everything, and she's trying to concentrate on uh, making the team better. But uh, I'm hoping and praying that someday that uh, when we get a chance to go out to see the lady uh, Redwood, I'm hoping and praying that. Uh, She's sitting on the bench, and uh, she's all jacked up and ready to play. Well, we shall see, my friend. All right. Appreciate the phone call, David. Yep. Have a good one. Hey, uh, uh, you too. I, I tell you what, we're going to go ahead and, and hit pause here. We have a couple of audio clips to share from Coach Rogers, but we'll actually uh, get back into that in the second hour of the program as we continue the show today. com question again. Who had the best? Who had the worst? Sporting weekend. That's question of the day keep it here with us we'll be back in a moment on the workday red zone enter the workday red zone with kara ritchie weekdays from noon to two on northeast arkansas sports station 95.3 the ticket Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson from the EAB Ag Network with your EAB New Market Report. Markets are closed today in observance of Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Here's how the markets closed last week. March going to 596 and a quarter, up eight and three quarters, with May going to 597 and a quarter, up seven and three quarters. January soybeans to 1356 and three quarters, down eight and a half. March soybeans to 1369 and three quarters, down seven and a half. March wheat at 741 and a half, down five and a quarter, with May wheat at 744 and a half, down four and a half. March cotton at 119.70, up 286. May cotton at 116.34, up 187. January rice at 14.19, up 12.5, with March rice at 14.55, up 30. 
Moving on to livestock now. February live cattle, 137.97 and a half, up 97 and a half. With April live cattle, 142.12 and a half, up 115. January feeder cattle, 162.70, down 22 and a half. With March feeder cattle, 166.37 and a half, down 35. February lane hogs at 80.90, up 305. With April hogs at 88.45, up 312 and a half. I'm a cotton farmer. I'm BASF. I'm made of grit, passion, and hands that never stop working. I'm made of agronomics, innovation, and hands that never stop helping. I I believe believe cotton cotton isn't isn't a crop. crop. It's a calling. I'm made to grow it. Protect it. I know this is important to my family. Every family. That's why I work harder. Innovate better. To make my cotton as good as it can be. As protected as it can be. I'm a cotton farmer. I'm BASF. We We create create chemistry. chemistry. There's no doubt about it. Being informed is key in the business of agriculture. You need the best return on your investment, and we're here to help. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson with the EAB Ag Network. Each and every weekday, we'll keep you informed with the latest news that affects our region and market prices as well. Stay tuned for reports on this EAB Ag Network radio station several times each weekday. The EAB Ag Network, keeping local farmers and ranchers in the know. Exciting news from Denso and Osceola. Denso is the industry leader in the design of advanced automotive systems, building the best products in the world by using only the best people. And now Denso has 30 openings that qualify for an extra $500 sign-on bonus in addition to Denso's normal sign-on bonus. Not only that, but based on experience, you could start night shift at between $16 per hour and $19.25 per hour. These openings will be filled on a first-come, first-served basis, so be the first to attend our walk-in interviews this Wednesday so you don't miss out on this extra cash opportunity. Start your new career with Denso. You can get 13 days of paid vacation and 13 paid holidays in your first year by becoming a Denso team member today. Denso also offers attendance and referral bonuses plus medical, vision, and dental insurance and a 401k with a 4% match. You can also apply online today at DensoCareers.com and search Osceola, Arkansas. That's D-E-N-S-O Careers.com and search Osceola, Arkansas. Denso is an equal opportunity employer. Jim's Pawn Shop in Jonesboro, wants to help you with your stress about paying bills by giving you top dollar for all of your gold and silver jewelry or coins. Deal with local people who will be there for you this week and the next. Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland has been in business for over 25 years and is known for the best low terms in the area. Jim's will give you money on almost anything of value. You'll find a large selection of items at price to help your budget. Diamonds, musical instruments, video games, hunting gear, electronics, inventory changes daily. Visit Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland in Jonesboro. Voted best of the best six years in a row. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. 9303776, taking your best and your worst of the sports weekend. Uh, a lot of you going with... with Dallas Cowboy related answers for your worst of and it's hard to argue with many of you we'll sort through the various and assorted players coaches plays what have you that you all are calling out from that game coming up I'd say I'm upset on the program go Niners (laughs) uh right now though I want to throw out another best of name that that's a state related which by the way it's uh the birthday boy Butch Jones, I'm going to go out on a limb and say he had one of the best sports weekends because after we wrap things up on Friday uh, on the program, Arkansas State added another linebacker to the mix in Jordan Carmouche. So in the span of about 24 hours, 
A-State shored up one of its, I don't necessarily want to say weaker, but one of its less deep positions across that entire roster by bringing in not one, but two high-profile transfer players to, again, you know, shore up a position of need. We we went over the depth at linebacker on Friday, so I'm not going to sit here and, and go through the entire roster again, but... But again, Jordan Carmouche was was the player Friday. He's a transfer from Houston. And then, of course, on Friday's show, news from earlier that day, it was King Makuta who had announced his commitment uh, as he was transferring from the University of Alabama. So looking at at Carmouche, uh, this is a guy that uh, started his career in junior college and then made his way or excuse me, actually, he started at at SMU in, in 2016, had a red shirt that season, a medical red shirt, and then transferred to Navarro uh, for a couple of seasons. After that, spent his career at Houston for three years. Unfortunately, he's had a couple different seasons that have been cut short by injury. But you look at uh, what he was able to do last season for the Cougs, and there with Houston in, in 2021, if I can get my browser to cooperate with me here, uh, Carmouche um, played, let me back up to 2027 games, four starts at Mike Linebacker, and then last season played in uh, a bulk of the Cougars games, totaling 12 total tackles, a half a tackle for loss. Throughout the course of the season. So again, you know, this linebacker room right now for Arkansas State, there's some talent in it. But you look at some of the guys, you know, so many were were freshmen last year. You had a a sophomore, but now you've got a situation where you're going to see Makuta come in. uh, You're going to see Carmouche come in. You're going to see Kavon Bennett playing some linebacker this year. So all of a sudden, that position that was one of, you know, your weaker positions on the team when you think about who you lost in terms of, graduation with Caleb Bonner and in portal with Anthony Switzer, all of a sudden that position group and how you evaluate it, you know, it kind of has, has done a 180 in terms of the talent there. So uh, again, you'll, you'll take it. That is not, again, I, I really feel like the last time that was a position of depth, Q Lee was on the field. And so we all know that's been, been a minute at this point in time. So a, a good haul for Butch Jones. And you consider to, you continue to weigh the fact that, you know, Last last year was kind of terrible. And he is recruiting this caliber of player off of a down year. Makes you what happens makes you wonder what is going to happen when the on the field results get better. Then what kind of talent can he get to come into Jonesboro? Well on that in just a moment though, let's go to the phones and check in with D Money. How are you? Doing well. How are you today? Hey doing good. Thanks for the phone call. Really quick, uh, I've, I've got to answer the question of the day because it just gives me such joy and delight. Uh, best of the weekend, I, I would have to say the Bills. Yeah. Uh, for them to beat Belichick in that bunch, especially in that type of weather, um, that's a, a big thing for them. Josh Allen played really, really well. Their defense is stout. I, I tell you honestly, it's going to be uh, between, to me, you got three legitimate teams in the AFC and the Chiefs, the uh, Bills, and the Titans. So I think it's going to be one of those three because, I mean, they, they're they all pretty stout. But uh, an NFC is, I think, that you just throw that up in the air and God only knows. But uh, 
But the worst of the weekend, and oh, it gives me such joy, such, such joy and bliss that the Dallas Cowboys went down like they did. I consider them like the New York Yankees. They are the evil empire. Um, when they come on the field, they ought to play the Death Vader Death March. Hi. That, that's- like, I don't, I don't cheer for the Cowboys. I don't cheer against the Cowboys. What I saw of that game made me mad as a football fan. Like, there were parts of that game that were offensive to football. Like, the the fake punt, that was beautiful. That was a beautifully executed fake punt. You have this perfect fake punt. You get a fourth down in a crucial situation. You try and, and fake out the other team, but you don't because they're not stupid. It's the playoffs. And the next thing you know, you get a false start. So you push yourself backwards, then you have to punt. Three plays anyways, and then why do you call a running play with your quarterback with 14 seconds left and no timeouts left? That game was offensive to football fans. Well, to me, to me, they outcoached themselves. They yeah. outthought themselves. Yeah, they tried, I, to be no too, they tried to be too fancy, and it bit them on the backside. And I'm happy about it because, again, I, I consider them the evil empire with Jerry Jones and his uh, – and all of his plastic surgery and all that garbage. And just the way that they're such media darlings, it's just, it's nauseating. Hey, I'm in agreement with him. <laughs> I don't know if they're necessarily media darlings. Coach Jones, uh, not Coach Jones, excuse me, Jerry Jones. Not Coach <laughs> Owner Jerry Jones. Uh, sorry, going from Butch Jones to Jerry Jones. And it's Monday, my head's not working right yet. Uh, but Jerry Jones is just is, just does what he can to be in the media. But it's not always for the best reasons they're getting ripped for all kinds of things today they're getting a lot of grief for their for their stadium like how do you build a stadium where well so if you saw pictures from from the stadium you know at different times when the game is played um, there's a possibility that sun is going to come in streaming in through some of those windows and be directly in the player's eyes well you had that happen um, when that game was played, and then in addition to that, they had a punt hit the scoreboard. Like yeah, that, was, that's, yeah, yeah, you can't. I mean, what are you doing there? How do you spend that much money on a building and it's not actually capable to host football games? I just love when that yeah. happened and it hit the field again, and everyone stood around like, "What's going on?" And the refs like, "We're going to redo the punt <laughs> because it smacked well, the I, scoreboard." To me, to me, I think it's just part of the fun, part of the laughter of hating Dallas. I mean, it just really is. I, it's just like it's like the Yankees. When the I, I, I hate the Yankees with as almost as much, well probably about as much fervor as I hate the Cowboys. When anything goes bad for the Yankees, I, it just lights my heart up. Makes me very happy. Just does. Okay, does my heart very very well. Well, we're glad you're filled with joy today. What else you got on your mind? Um, I, I tell you honestly, I think they need to give the uh, the coaching take the interim tag off the coach. Uh, she obviously is doing a darn good job. The kids are playing for her. The thing I'm curious of, and I don't know if you know, but is she actively recruiting? I, I mean, you have to be. You have to be. Uh, because, you know, I, I think right now, just with her attitude, um, I think she feels like she is the woman for this job. So because of that, I think she's going to put her all into recruiting right now. It's an evaluation period. Uh, the Red Wolves did not sign anybody. I don't believe in the early period, so they'll have. Uh, so they'll have. I don't know how many scholarships they'll have up, but you know the the signing day comes up in April. So I, I feel like she certainly would be. I mean, to me, I know it's a small sample size, but I've been watching them, and the, it, there's something different. They're they're playing. 
with a different attitude. They're playing with a different energy, and it, it's working. And I don't see why not. I, I mean, I, Matt Daniel was a good coach, but they didn't play for him like they're playing for Destiny Strange. She's, she's done something to put a real fire in them. And I think that that's a good thing. And I would be very, very uh, careful that if, she, if they don't tie her, that somebody else might come grab her. I think, you know, you've got, again, there's 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 two games that I have circled that I want to see A-State get through. And, and these games are not, you know, end-all, be-all. Oh, if she wins these games, she should get the job. And, oh, if she loses these games, she should not get the job. But, you know, coming up on Saturday, A-State heads to Troy. And Troy's been uh, the best team in the Sun Belt for a couple of years now. So yep. if if that's a game where you come out on top on the on the on the road, I mean that's a, that's a huge 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 bullet point on her resume. And then mentioned this earlier in our phone call with Wade, but A State heads to Little Rock February the twelfth, yep. and Little Rock isn't great this year, but A State hasn't won there since two thousand five. You need to you need to end that streak. Yeah, absolutely. But again, I I just I think they I think they'll beat Little Rock. I really do because Little Rock's pretty bad this year. Um, and I know, like you said, they play ugly and whatnot. But I just think that they, the way they're playing, the kids, I think they probably don't even think about the streak, and they just want to play the game and, and look at it as another another game to win to get to the big tournament. So I, I look for them to probably split. I don't think they beat Troy. I think they'll stay close to Troy, which to me is a good sign as well because sure. of how good they are. But I, I just I think she needs to be the head coach. I think they're hurting themselves in recruiting. And, again, like I'll say it again, I, she does well. How, how do you know some other school who's struggling, you know, doesn't say, hey, come be our head coach? I mean, so I, yeah. I, I wouldn't want to risk losing her. Just my thought. Okay. But I saw over the weekend that uh, Drew Sanders, who played for Alabama, is going to Arkansas. That's a huge pickup for them. He, uh, he got hurt and, got, and then got buried on the depth chart behind some other kids that are really talented. But that's a huge win for uh, Arkansas. That's a that's a bumper pool plug in and play right there. Yeah. So that's a huge that's a huge get for them. But uh, have you heard any more rumblings about the transfer portal about A State picking anybody else up? Just uh, you know the two linebackers over the weekend in in um, in Makuta and in Carmouche, who is the guy from Houston. So I, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't anticipate anything official coming out anytime soon because one of the things with with like with right now with right now the second if you get a transfer portal guy with classes having just started last Tuesday you can probably get them here real quick get them in, enrolled in school and and get them ready for spring camp but if you can't do that right now then then you wait so we're kind of yeah. We're in that window where, I mean, sure, guys can still put out on their own social media, hey, I'm committed to this team or that team. But but also, A-State is about to run out of spots, to be honest with you. So I don't, I don't know how many more spots they might have. Two max, not counting blue shirts. So, well, so the portal news is about to wrap it up for A-State. Well, that, and you, you stole, you said exactly what I was going to say is, you know, if they're going to do it, they better do it quick so they yeah. can get them in for spring. And, you know, Having, having that spring practice is a huge benefit and a big help to the kids coming in because trying to learn in August when you're trying to get the team prepared for a season, that's kind of a hard thing to try to 
learn the system while you're getting prepared for a season. Yeah. So that would be optimal. No doubt. So, well, you guys have a great day and uh, roll tide and all that. And by the way, Chuck, if you're listening, still haven't seen the tattoo. Don't know what uh, that means. Not going to ask. D Money, appreciate the phone call. It's nothing ugly. It's nothing bad. He lost a bet to me. He was supposed to get a Michigan tattoo on his middle finger. Oh, okay. And yeah, he did. Said, all right. Thanks. Thanks, D Money. <laughs> By the way, those two linebackers that we've uh, talked about in Jordan Carmouche and, uh, and, and King Makuta, so those were both tweeted out publicly by Arkansas State football. So that means that those guys are not just committed, but they are on campus. They are going to school because you don't sign a letter of intent as a transfer student. You sign a grant in aid, and then the programs can talk about you and do the public release when you are enrolled in campus, enrolled in classes and on campus. So those guys good. Those guys going to be here in spring. So just a, a tiny little bit more work to do for Butch Jones and company to uh, to wrap up this recruiting class. I want to I want to talk uh, one more note on this, but we're overdue for a break. We'll take one, come back and finish this conversation right after the break. Keep it on the ticket. We are the station that always has our howl on. Northeast Arkansas Sports Station. 95.3. The Ticket. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. If it wasn't evident enough throughout the season, this weekend's wildcard games proved just how hard it is to beat an elite quarterback. The Bengals took down the Raiders thanks to some amazing throws by Joe Burrow. The Bills embarrassed the Patriots behind Josh Allen. Tom Brady and the Buccaneers cruised to a win over the Eagles. And Patrick Mahomes led the Chiefs to a big win against the Steelers. Football's a team game, but the quarterback position is so important in the playoffs everything moves faster decisions need to be made quicker that doesn't affect elite quarterbacks they seem to take their game to the next level in those situations but it puts a lot of pressure on quarterbacks like Jalen Hurts and Mac Jones those quarterbacks may be able to win regular season games but none of those offenses are designed to keep up with the NFL's elite QBs we saw a lot of parity throughout the NFL regular season, but Wild Card Weekend served as a quick reminder not all playoff quarterbacks are created equal. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. And now, a message from Discover about real rewards. If you're a loyal credit card customer, you should be rewarded for your loyalty, preferably with something that you actually want and something that you can actually use, something like cashback match. Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically, dollar for dollar, because when it comes to rewards, you can't go wrong with cash back. Finally, rewards that make sense. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations to apply. Remember all those big dreams you used to have and then life made other plans? With a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van, it's time to bring those dreams back. Start your own business or commit to van life with a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van. Now, you could win the Mercedes-Benz Sprinter Mode 4x4 that we have. Enter the Dan Patrick Show Ultimate Camping Rig Sweepstakes. To enter, get official rules. Visit danpatrick.com or foxsportsradio.com. Have to do it by February 2nd for your chance to... Tax time is drive now time at Car Today because we just say yes. Yes to offering you a great selection of Carfax verified cars, trucks, and SUVs that you can buy now and pay later. Even though you won't file your taxes for a while, we can help you use part of your tax refund now and pay later. Bad credit, no credit, bankruptcy, no problem. Because at Car Today, we know bad things happen to good people. All of our vehicles come with our peace of mind package included. Free warranty, free oil changes, debt protection, sales tax financed available, and 
satisfaction guarantee. And with tax time at Car Today, you bring us a pay stub, and we will use part of your expected tax refund right now to get you into a car, truck, or SUV. Stop by Car Today and see how you really can buy now and pay later. Plus, when 10 people you refer buy a vehicle from us, we will pay off yours. It's tax time at Car Today, 3404 Stadium, or online at NEACarToday.com. Car Today. Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Just a couple of minutes left here in this noon hour. Of course, we've got an hour to go after this. It'll include a little bit of audio from Arkansas State women's basketball coach Destiny Rogers and a whole lot of talk on the playoffs as well, but... In the previous segment, we were talking a little bit about, you know, what's going on right now for Arkansas State football in in terms of recruiting. Yes, there is still the February signing day coming up next month, but I I would imagine that will be a day that is going to be very, very light on new news for Arkansas State football because there's just not very many spots that are open at this point in time. What I am looking forward to seeing now is any news we find out about Arkansas State's walk-on class. Um, that was an area last year where Butch Jones and his staff big time did their their due diligence and were able to bring in some valuable pieces in a walk-on role. And right now, one of the things with, with the portal is you have you have so many players in the portal. There's going to be a handful of guys out there that are going to be able to to join a new school in a walk-on role without without a scholarship. Now, that's not feasible for, for everybody. You know, there are a whole lot of us that, for, for financial reasons, I mean, if you're going to go to college, you, you're going to need a scholarship. But there are going to be players in the portal who are able to get other aid, whether it's academic or, or something else, to where they can go and play football without an athletic scholarship. So now this staff is is probably beating the bushes for for those guys. One example, I'm fairly sure last year Charles Willickis was a walk-on player. Uh, he was a transfer from Michigan State, a linebacker. He was a guy that actually, you know, second to Caleb Bonner last year, played the most games at the linebacker position. He was out there for, for 11 different games, finished the season with 18 tackles and a half a tackle for loss. So that's really important. They're also going to have to continue to put together this this high school walk-on class. You know, we saw Reagan Ely shine as a walk-on uh, when he was called on last year. He ended up playing in 11 games for A-State, kind of that slot receiver position, and had 11 catches for 136 yards. So what's going to happen next? That's that's kind of what they're doing to put on the, the finishing touches on this class of 22. Of course, they've also started sending out a whole lot of offers on the class of 23. And... Uh, I'm guessing that Butch Jones is a very busy, busy birthday boy today. But uh, again, in terms of, you know, best of, worst of the weekend, Jones and company picking up a couple of linebackers to help Arkansas State uh, definitely puts them more in the former category than the latter. We'll continue to take your answers. We'll continue to look over your answers on social media as well. Again, KavanaughCars.com question, who had the best? sports weekend who had the worst sports weekend you can continue to think about that we look forward to more of your answers in hour two we'll come back talk a little bit more hoops with you as we do have some audio from coach destiny rogers also 
Let's check on those Sunbelt standings, too. That's on the way. Keep it here with this. We'll be back in just a couple minutes for more of the Workday Red Zone. This is Will Oswald with your Monday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update brought to you by Plaza Tire Service. Attention members and guests, it's time for more A-State basketball talk tonight at Lost Pizza Company on Southwest Drive with another edition of Live of the Red Bulls, 6 until 7 o'clock this evening. If you can't make it in person, you can listen in on 107IK Fine and the EB Red Bulls Sports Network from Learfield presented by Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield. The A-State women on a three-game winning streak after Saturday afternoon's 81-60 win over Coastal Carolina at First National Bank Arena. The Razorbacks split their two games over the weekend and SEC play on the men's side. Arkansas knocking off 12th-ranked LSU in Baton Rouge Saturday afternoon, 65-58. While in women's play yesterday, number one South Carolina held off the Razorbacks 61-52. And it's the annual MLK Celebration Day game in the NBA at FedEx Forum as the Grizzlies take on the Chicago Bulls. Pre-game coverage at 2, tip-off at 2.30 here on KNEA and KBRI. Bringing you the best deal on tires since 1963, that's Plaza Tire Service, and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. New Core Steel, North America's most diversified steel and steel products company, is hiring. New Core Steel Arkansas and New Core Yamato Steel are seeking applicants for entry-level production positions. Come work for an elite company with highly competitive pay and amazing benefits. These positions offer an average starting compensation of 80000 Medical, dental, and vision plans, life insurance, education benefits, and more. Go to jobs.newcorear.com to create a profile and join New Core's talent. Network. Then be online Monday, January 31st at 7.30 a.m. when registration begins. Only a set number of applications will be accepted. Don't miss this chance to work for one of Northeast Arkansas's great companies, Newcore Steel. And apply for this entry-level production position Monday, January 31st at 7.30 a.m. at jobs.newcorear.com. That's jobs.newcorear.com. Newcore is an equal opportunity, affirmative action employer, and a drug-free environment. Cooler weather is here, but that doesn't mean it's time to put up the clubs. NEA Golf Cars has all the accessories for the golfer who knows there is no off-season. Go by NEA Golf Cars and see their selection of windshields, rain covers, and countless other manufacturer original parts. And if it's time to park your cart, bring it to NEA Golf Cars for service to make sure there are no surprises next spring. And as always, you can check out their selection of new golf cars, including the Onward Series from Club Car. Call 236-GOLF or get by NEA Golf Cars, Highway 49 in Paragool. You've been told banks with branches don't have the digital capabilities you need. But why not have the best of both worlds? At First National Bank, we have all the online banking tools you could ever need. Plus, if you need something, we have real people in real places near you. Digital, with branches, and real people. We know you can't be everywhere at once, but we can be anywhere you are. Check it, snap it, track it, pay it, move it, and ask it anywhere. First National Bank, putting you first, always. 
Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Every person deserves respect, and that's what you're promised when you work with Stanley Woodard Law Firm. Bill Stanley and Jared Woodard are proud former lettermen at Arkansas State, and with over 45 years' experience, they've earned their reputation as hometown lawyers that get big city results. In fact, they've both been recognized in the National Trial Lawyers Association Top 100, whether it's personal injury, nursing home neglect, criminal defense, or civil litigation. Get respect, results, relief with Stanley Woodard Law Firm. Call 932-2000 and visit stanleywoodard.com. See Placid Tire Service today for the right tire at the right price right now. Placid Tire Service is the area's biggest selection of in-stock tires at the lowest price with outstanding service, including our four tires, one-hour guarantee. Plus, we make the purchase easy on the budget with our Placid Tire Service card or no credit needed financing options. In Jonesboro and South Caraway and at our newest location on East Johnson Avenue, Placid Tire Service has the right tire at the right price right now. Come see us today at Placid Tire Service. This is KNEA K237FI 953 and K245CW 969 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. We've made it, uh, well, halfway through the day on a Monday. We appreciate you hanging out with us. Kara Ritchie and Andrew Bowen hanging out in studio. Kate Carlton will be back with us tomorrow. Early heads up, though, no setup today at all. No drive today uh, because there will be Memphis Grizzlies hoops coming your way today. Pre-game coverage at 2 o'clock. Tip-off at 2.30 as they take on the Bulls for the annual MLK Day game. So, uh, we'll talk more on that later. Mentioned prior to the break, though, that uh, we wanted to get into some A-State women's basketball talk, kind of continuing discussion from earlier. do want to throw back out the KavanaughCars.com question again, though, before we dive into that so you can think about your answer. I want to know who had the best, who had the worst sporting weekend. So looking forward to answers from you today. Uh, when you give us a ring on the Ritter Communications Hotline or you chime in on Twitter. With the A-State women again, uh, you know, 81-60 to 60 was a final against Coastal Carolina. Once again, it was an entertaining game. Again, you're not going to get bored this year going out and watching A-State women's hoops. They ranked 8th nationally in points per game. But you look at this game from Saturday. And going in, you know, Coastal Carolina had 12 wins on the season. They, Yeah, they were coming off a, a loss at Little Rock, but prior to that, uh, swept the Georgia teams. They had been playing well. They have some some good players. Aja Blunt is a good player. So Coach Rogers was asked, "Hey, going into this game, just what is your uh, mentality like? How do you size up this opponent?" And sorry for not sorry for skipping around on the audio, but we're we're ready for the audio, Andrew. <laughs> sorry, I was trying to follow along. Which one was it? It's, it's all good. Uh, we'll start here uh, with the very first clip on this sheet. Destiny Rogers talks about uh, this team going into that game against Coastal Carolina. I just have confidence in our team. You know, I honestly, I felt uh, at the beginning of the game when I saw how bouncy we were, even though the game was close, I felt pretty good about it. 
And uh, I just believe that our team can play with anybody in the conference as long as, as we come out and we play hard and we share the ball and, and we're good defensively. I think that we have a shot to be just as good as anybody on any given night. I have that type of confidence in this team, and I want them to feel that way as well. You know, we all got to believe, and we prepare that way, and we come out and we play as hard as we can, and we live with the results. Coastal Carolina, you look at their numbers uh, prior to Saturday, and they had been – uh, shooting it well from three, uh, defending it well. Uh, they actually were leading the Sun Belt in scoring heading into that one, or in, in the top two or three, I think, excuse me, but then uh, leading Sun, the Sun Belt defensively in terms of scoring defense. And so there were a lot of things that, that they did well. But on offense, uh, Coach Rogers talks about what the challenge was in, in being able to keep them in check. Well, we knew that uh, they were big, and we knew that they were going to try to go inside. Um, so we prepared um, the way that we wanted to uh, have really good help side. Uh, we wanted to load it up on the inside and try to keep it keep it pushed out as much as we could. Uh, we wanted to force their guards to make shots. We didn't think that, that they could beat us from the outside. Um, so we just made sure that we had really good help off of the ones that we thought you know, weren't capable shooters. Uh, so our guards did a really good job helping the post. Our post did a really good job of trying to keep the ball out of their hands. And, uh, you know, she she got guarded a little bit in the second half, but like you said, it was, it was a little bit out of reach. Um, so we had to live with it a little bit. But I'm just really proud of our kids for sticking with the game plan. Yeah, you know, Coach Rogers was not overly thrilled about the fact that her team gave up 92 points to App State. You know, following that game Thursday night, she said, hey, look, I can I can live with it because we scored 98. But uh, she had wanted to see some, some defensive improvements, and she got that Saturday against Coastal. In this game on Saturday, you know, Arkansas State was not exactly running away with it at the half. In fact, uh, at that point in time, it, it wasn't that much of a lead. A-State was just kind of had barely surged towards the end of the second quarter, but the third quarter, the fourth quarter is when A-State really started to take over. So what adjustments did this team make at halftime that, that propelled them to that win? Well, their defense is really good. And what happened in the second quarter was we started playing slow and allowing their defense to sit. And we struggled scoring against that. So what we wanted to do in the third and fourth quarter is push the tempo. If we push the tempo, we now dictate what they're doing. In the second quarter, their defense were, was dictating our offense. And so we felt like if we push the ball in transition and try to either get a dead layup or, or a, a dead three, uh, we would try to get that. If not, then we could, we could uh, pull it out and try to run a set. Um, but when we started playing fast, you could tell that they were a little bit more off balance and it was a little bit tougher for them to guard us. So playing fast for us was key. Not only that, but just playing fast in general uh, helped A-State just force Coastal Carolina into a, a ton of mistakes in that game. A-State forced 24 turnovers and was able to get uh, quite a few points off of those turnovers as well. Just a couple more clips here from Coach Rogers as she recaps that win over Coastal Carolina. Uh, A-State, the, the big sparks in that game, Kia Patton and, and Jaira Washington. Kia led the team in scoring. She had 19 points. She had six steals, which is the number that kind of leaps off the page. But Jaira Washington, just as impressive, 17 points, seven assists, not a single turnover. And Coach Rogers sizes up uh, their performances. All right, well, let's just say this. Who wouldn't want these two on their team, right? Uh, these two have stepped up really big uh, the last two games. And uh, 
I'm especially proud of Jaira, you know, coming back from that injury. I feel like she's getting her bounce back. Uh, she looks like she feels really good out there to score 17 points and have seven assists. Uh, that says a lot about a player. Uh, KP, I talked to her one-on-one -on -one coming in at half, um, you know, a little bit frustrated about the start of uh, the first half, and she came out the second half, and she allowed her defense to power through to her offense. So I'm super proud of these two. Um, really proud of our defense tonight. You know, I, I really feel like I couldn't say that the last two games, uh, but I, I think our defense and our rebounding won us this game uh, today. So I'm really proud of that. Um, you know, our offense is our offense. We, we've proven time and time again that we can score the ball. Um, so, you know, for our team to come out and play like that and to beat a really good team uh, by 21, I think that was it was special today. So this team right now is 6-1 and one under Destiny Rogers. They're 3-1 and one in Sunbelt Conference play. They were 4-6. and six. Prior to the switch. So how does Coach Rogers kind of size up what has happened over the past month or so? You know, uh, all credit to the team. You know, when I first got this opportunity, my first statement was, it's not about me, it's about them. You know, I'm just, I'm thankful to God that I get, I get the opportunity to coach these kids. I have a great relationship with them. I love them. I'm going to fight for them to the end. They know that. And, uh you know, I'm going to do whatever I can to make sure that they have a, a good season this year. So, A-State again coming off a, another win. They sweep the homestand. Uh, the challenge will get a little bit more intense. You know, it always does when a team hits the road. Thursday, they're going to be taking on a little bit of a hobbled South Alabama team. But Saturday is when, uh, Saturday's going to be a good gauge as to whether or not this team is a competitor. They're a threat in the Sun Belt, or whether or not right now it's just a fun story and a, and a high-scoring team to watch. Saturday is going to be a big, big indicator of that. But uh, we'll talk about those games, of course, later on in the week. But a uh, quick look at the standings here on the women's side. Arkansas State now tied for second. Uh, Troy is leading the league. They're 4-1. and one. A State and the Cajuns both 3-1. and one. UT Arlington is 3-2. and two. The very bottom of the standings, well, ULM's not very good. They're 0-5. Georgia State is 0-3. Is Those are your two winless teams in women's basketball. Everybody else is just kind of jumbled up in between. One really, really, really positive note from last weekend in women's basketball play. Every single team played. And every single team played both of their scheduled games for the first time this season. For South Alabama, App State, and Little Rock, Those were that was the first weekend they played. So last weekend was huge and just the fact that <laughs> Everybody was out there and everybody was healthy. So that was a big Thank God. big deal. Thank goodness. Uh, couldn't say that, unfortunately, for the men's side of things, as we know. You know, Little Rock had issues, so they were able to, or excuse me, unable to compete. We also know Troy had COVID issues last week. They were unable to compete, but uh, everybody else able to get in their games. Right now, Troy is at the top of the men's standings. They're 3-1. and one. Everybody else kind of jumbled all around in there uh, in terms of how the weekend shook out. But uh, A-State currently, win percentage-wise, are tied for second. But App State 4-2, UT Arlington 4-2, A-State 2-1. 
is everybody's just got to, they're not quite have played the same number of games and we're all aware of, of what a mess that is. This is going to be, you know, a, a good weekend for the A-State men as well in terms of kind of figuring out, you know, where they're at in the Sunbelt pecking order this year. You know, truly a uh, Sunbelt championship contender or just a fun team to watch because this week it is UTA and Texas State. So good challenges for both the men and the women coming up this week for Arkansas State basketball. 9303-776 is the number to call on the Ritter Communications Hotline. Again, asking for uh, your best and worst of the weekend. Who had a weekend worth bragging about? Who had one that was very, very, very forgettable? That's the KavanaughCars.com question brought to you by our great friends at KavanaughCars.com. Whether you're looking for a brand new vehicle or just one that is new to you, you can search through their entire inventory online. You can go ahead and take care of everything you need to to start the car buying process as well, including getting pre-approved and finding out what your trade-in value is worth. If you've still got questions they can't answer on one of the links there online, well, you can even chat with the site operator to get your questions answered. And all of that is right there for you at KavanaughCars.com. Let us hit pause because we need to take a break. Our phone lines will be open during the break at 9303776. But in terms of the question of the day, a lot of you have had NFL answers. And most of your worst of answers have gone in one direction. We'll talk about it when we come back. Keep it here with us on The Ticket. We're not as socially awkward as you think. Search for 95.3 The Ticket on Facebook. And follow us at 95.3 The Ticket on Twitter. Central Ford Intrument is Central Satisfaction. What is Central Satisfaction? Making sure you get the best deal on your next vehicle and award-winning customer service after you buy. Central Ford has new inventory arriving every day, plus a great selection of quality pre-owned vehicles. Looking for an SUV? Select from several expeditions, edges, and escapes on the lot. Central Ford is Central Satisfaction. Just off I-555 at exit 29 in Truman and online at centralfordtruman.com. Start the new year off right with new tires from Local Tire and Wheel. Make it a New Year's resolution to drive around on safer tires. The team at Local Tire and Wheel cares about your safety. And right now, $20 gets you started on brand new tires that will give you the peace of mind as you head into the winter weather season. Yes, in January, only $20 gets you started on the tires you need or the wheels you want at Local Tire and Wheel. Local Tire and Wheel has easy payment plans to fit your budget. No credit check and everyone approved. Plus, all tires come with peace of mind. From Local Tire and Wheels Roadside Assistance and Road Hazard Protection Programs. Local Tire and Wheel is locally owned and operated, and that means customer satisfaction is priority one. So don't get caught on slippery roads with tires you don't trust. Get New Year deals on tires and wheels, plus payments to fit your budget, no credit check, and everyone approved. Local Tire and Wheel, 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro, right across from Burger King. LocalTireandWheel.com, and on Facebook, search Local Tire and Wheel Jonesboro. What does better mean to you? Maybe it's better services, better support, better ways to build a life or buy a home or run a business. First Security is your partner for it all with resources and solutions that make a difference for you and others. That's because First Security takes care of customers while building communities. Better for you, better for Arkansas, better for all. First Security, bank better. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. 
Your vehicle is a personal and important investment. At Central Collision Center, we're more than collision repair. We do everything from minor paint touch-ups and windshield replacements to framework. We're committed to customer satisfaction and provide the highest quality of service. At Central Collision Center, we provide honest and expert auto care and offer a written lifetime warranty and on-site rental car arrangements. Stop by or give us a call today to schedule your free estimate. Central Collision Center, professional, convenient, reliable. Find Central Chevrolet on Stadium and online at centralcollisionctr.com. The Northeast Arkansas Bridal Expo, the largest bridal expo in the region, is coming up Sunday, February 6th. This is our 25th year for the Bridal Expo, where we've connected over 7,000 brides with businesses all over the area to create their dream wedding. This year, they're predicting more weddings than ever for the state of Arkansas. For booth space for the Northeast Arkansas Bridal Expo, contact Lori at 870-930-0910. That's 870-930-0910. It's the largest bridal expo in Northeast Arkansas, Sunday, February 6th, at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center in Jonesboro. Don't delay. Call for booth space today at 870-930-0910. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Andrew hanging out with you today. 9303776 is the Number to call. We've been asking you today for the KavanaughCars.com question for your best of and worst of the weekend. And it's not it's not necessarily unanimous. It's not like we were trying to keep score here in terms of, of your best and worst. But I'm trying to find a worst of... Well, there's a couple. There, there's very few answers for the worst of the weekend that are not Dallas Cowboy related. Uh, because you all were just not not fans of how they played some of the decisions in that game, and yeah, it just uh, didn't didn't go well. Recapping the scores from the weekend, um, unfortunately, kind of a a little bit of a forgettable weekend. If you're a casual fan like myself, if you did not have a rooting interest, probably not your favorite weekend because some of these games were were fairly significantly lopsided. Uh, we saw two two close ones, two where you wanted to sit there until the end of the game. You know, one of those was uh, the Bengals getting their first playoff win in, in 30 years as they beat the Raiders. And then, of course, one of those also uh, the Cowboys, though, although that was more of a, a frustrating game to watch no matter who you cheer for. Unless you're just a Cowboys hater, that was just an annoying one to watch <laughs> as they topped the Niners. Everything else, though, I mean... Chiefs steamrolled the Steelers. Buccaneers had no issues whatsoever with the Eagles. And then uh, the Bills being a frequent answer, along with Josh Allen, to some of your best of the weekend responses. So with the weekend slate, again, the Cowboys game was just... It was bad on both sides, honestly. Yeah, it it was not a very compelling... It it was not a well-played game from, from either side of things, but... With Dallas, there were just so many things they did questionable at the end of that game that you just couldn't quite wrap your your head around it. And I know there there are people that want to blame the umpire for getting in the way uh, before the the last failed snap or whatever because Dak Prescott was trying to spike it and didn't have time or whatever. But but. They set a playoff franchise record with 14 penalties for 89 yards. 
And there's never, very few times where they're, they're a good penalty. Every once in a while you see a pass interference that keeps somebody out of the end zone or, or something like that. But, but most often what these penalties did is there were some that were happening on, you know, like third down of a 49ers drive that gave them a first down, gave them new life, were able to extend the time that they had possession and things like that. They also, you know, had, of course, those those two just crazy play calls that I still can't wrap my head around. You know, they, they went out and executed a, I mean, just a beautiful fake punt. It was perfect. Nobody knew it was coming. It was perfect for the first down. And then, then what happened? Well, they kept that entire fake, punt crew out on the field for too long trying to rattle the Niners the Niners didn't bite so then all of a sudden with not very long left on the play clock you had to swap out everybody on the field for your actual offense that should have been out there you had to delay a game and so what happens that made no sense to me it backs you up and then they had to punt again like three plays later and you had already used your glorious fake punt you weren't going to call another one Niners get it back and then uh, the big one today, I, I just, I I cannot imagine being a Cowboys fan and seeing my team call for a <laughs> play like they did at the end of, of that game where you're, you're out of timeout and you call for your quarterback to keep it. And it just uh, it it did not did not go well on that quarterback draw. Um, I'm just kind of baffled by the end of the Dallas season. And again, this isn't my team, so I don't watch them that closely. But but there was a time earlier this year when the Cowboys were a fun, fun, fun team to watch. That was close to the beginning of the season. It might have been because of who they were playing and actually looking back on their schedule and in retrospect it was because they were beating up on on the Giants and and the Washington football team and and teams like that but it just seemed like Kellen Moore was was clicking there as their play caller they also had wins during a stretch there that they also were able to add the wins over, over the Vikings and the Patriots and teams that weren't terrible but I just it was bad. So it was yeah. bad. It was it was a really bad performance. And now there's uh seen several social media posts from those of you that are cowboys asking about uh, you know, if the Cowboys can go ahead and just part ways with Mike McCarthy and who they would bring in if if he was gone and, and what do you do next? Because it was a it was not good. Uh reading some stories on ESPN, their NFL insider team. Um, they do believe that Jerry Jones is going to stick with McCarthy. He's 18 and 15 in two seasons as a coach, although Jones did say he was, quote, extraordinary, extraordinarily disappointed, end quote, by that loss. But yeah, I don't, I don't think firing McCarthy is the right move right now. Yeah, I think it'd be fine, but Jerry Jones has a tendency to stick with a mistake until it's so blindingly clear that that mistake is a <laughs> mistake that he has no choice. Really? But to go in a different direction. I wonder who that would have been. Hmm. 
had a few of those over the years. But <laughs> that was just one game. You know, there was, there was some interesting fallout. You know, uh, Dax comments after the game on, on officiating in terms of the fans throwing things on the field because apparently they were uh, supposedly throwing it at the officials. And Dax said he didn't mind, which just makes him look silly because, again, it was a quarterback draw, 14 seconds left. But uh, anyways, that was um, that was kind of a, a tie fire. So far, that is the only underdog on the weekend that's won. The Niners beating the Cowboys. Everywhere else, where else though? Pretty good stuff. And and you can make a case in terms of best of who had the best sports weekend was really any of the winners that we saw play. Even if you go back to Saturday, I know the Bengals did not have the prettiest performance uh, over the Raiders, but when you snap a 31-year skid of not being able to get a playoff win I mean that is that is worthy of a lot of recognition even if you didn't do it in you know as as impressive of fashion as a team like the Bills did uh let me see if I can find it quickly here on on social media so I can give credit where it was due Curtis Siebel on Twitter put out a picture of the post-game interview on NBC the last time the Bengals won a playoff game and holding down the fort in the center of that playoff coverage is none other than O.J. Simpson. So you wow. can tell <laughs> how significantly. I was not expecting yeah. that. That's crazy. Yeah, that's that's how the times have changed. O.J. Simpson <laughs> no longer doing postgame coverage on NBC. And the Bengals have actually won a, won a playoff that's game. That's hilarious. Wow. Uh, on the field, though, obviously, uh, the Cincinnati's performance paled in, in comparison to what the Bills did and, and what the Chiefs did. Again, uh, the Bills, the closest thing to, I guess, a perfect game offensively that we've seen. Uh, Josh Allen, five touchdowns, four incompletions. He's so fun to watch. He is. This, this Bills offense and this Bills team as a whole is really fun to watch. And I will admit, I was a pretty big doubter of them throughout the whole season. Um, but they've really prove me wrong they look great and I think they'll make a deep run the only thing that this really did is I I know there are some people out there that were that were looking forward to the possibility of a you know Brady Belichick Super Bowl um but that was going to be tough anyways because Patriots are 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 decent I mean obviously they're a playoff team but they're really young yes with Mac Jones there at quarterback that that could still happen a few years down the road because good grief at this point in time who in the world thinks that Tom Brady is going to slow down the Buccaneers no issues whatsoever with the Eagles and again I think one of my favorite posts on social media over the weekend in addition to the one we just shared about you about OJ Simpson and postgame Bengals coverage uh, Matt Castle I think had the tweet of the weekend when he said quote thought I would have to tell my future grandkids about Tom Brady one day at this rate, they may get to go to one of his games. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. Uh, Eagles had a couple mistakes that helped Tampa Bay there, but uh, Tom Brady just kind of goes out and does Tom Brady things, and, and they win easily. Also, a, a really easy win for the Chiefs. Um, I can tell you a, an honorable mention for having, you know, not the best weekend in the sports world. And... One guy who should get thrown in the mix is is maybe I guess the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs fireworks guy because the facility ran out of fireworks because it it shoots off 
fireworks to celebrate points, of course, that are scored at Arrowhead Stadium. And they did not have any more after the sixth touchdown. (laughs) They even had to put up a big thing on the scoreboard that said, Chiefs fans, we are sorry to report, but... Due to your support and the Chiefs continually finding the end zone, we have run out of touchdown fireworks. I mean, that's a good thing. I mean, there are worse problems to have yeah, exactly. when you're a team in yeah. the playoffs. <laughs> but uh, but they're going to have to stock up, apparently, is is what's going to have to happen. Yeah. I honestly, I, I turned off that game about 12 seconds into the the second half because, I mean, why? Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you the worst thing about the football weekend was – or I guess the best thing is that Ben Roethlisberger finally retired. <laughs> I don't have to watch him keep trying to play, even though he just he just needed to retire. Well, this was a weird year for him to come back. I mean, yeah. They didn't have a very good offensive line. He obviously can't move that well anymore. There were a lot of youth on that team. He didn't mm-hmm. have a lot of he he was which he would be the elder statesman in, in most of the NFL anyways. But he just didn't have a lot of good good pieces there. It's and, just hard to. Uh, with such a young receiving core, it's just hard to get the ball out to them when you can only throw basically slant routes yeah. at his age. So It was time. Yeah. It was time. And uh, his comments following the game really do indicate that, you know, he's done. Uh, so no big surprise there. And he'll be in Canton in a few years. I think he he's a no-doubt guy that's going to end up yeah. in the Hall of Fame. He definitely will. So interesting weekend across the NFL. Um Thankful I'm not a Cowboys fan, and although the game was a lot more fun, I'm thankful I'm not a Bills fan either because that looked very, very unpleasant. I mean, I guess it was – I mean, was it worth the cold? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I can watch history on TV. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. From the comfort of my home <laughs> with the heater on. Yeah, that was uh... – I knew it was going to be rowdy when – Two minutes before the game starts, I see someone go through a table in the parking lot when it's four degrees outside. So, you know, Bill's Mafia, I respect you. You just don't ever stop. <laughs> they are a different breed of fan. Well-oiled machine. There's no doubt. We'll come back here in a moment, uh, continue this discussion. Also, uh, some late, late coaching carousel news over the weekend. Just in case you missed it, we'll throw that at you when we come back. Keep it here with us on the ticket. Northeast Arkansas's sports station is 95.3 The Ticket. Newcore Steel, North America's most diversified steel and steel products company, is hiring. Newcore Steel Arkansas and Newcore Yamato Steel are seeking applicants for entry-level production positions. Come work for an elite company with highly competitive pay and amazing benefits. These positions offer an average starting compensation of 80000 Medical, dental, and vision plans, life insurance, education benefits, and more. Go to jobs.newcorear.com to create a profile and join Newcore's talent network. Then be online Monday, January 31st at 7.30 a.m. when registration begins. Only a set number of applications will be accepted. Don't miss this chance to work for one of Northeast Arkansas's great companies, Newcore Steel, and apply for this entry-level production position Monday, January 31st at 7.30 a.m. at jobs.newcorear.com. That's jobs.newcorear.com. NewCoreAR.com. NewCore is an equal opportunity, affirmative action employer, and a drug-free environment. 
Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Quick Lane is the home of buy three, get one free on tires and oil changes. With tires starting as low as $59 and the everyday low oil change price of $34.99. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes and alignments for all makes and models. Your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is Quick Lane. At the corner of Caraway and Highland, next to Tommy's Car Wash. Or call 870-934-1907. You love your truck, and Plaza Tire Service is here to help you make it even better with custom wheels, leveling kits, and the area's best selection of light truck tires, ATs, mud tires, and RTs up to 35s and bigger. Plaza Tire Service has the tires you want in stock today, and we'll help you select a great combination that gets your truck exactly the way you want it. In Jonesboro and South Caraway, and now at our newest location on East Johnson Avenue, the biggest selection, the best service, and the lowest prices on light truck tires are at Plaza Tire Service. Central Chevrolet Cadillac is Central Satisfaction. What is Central Satisfaction? Making sure you get the best deal on your next vehicle and award-winning customer service after you buy. Right now, get five hundred dollars off a twenty twenty-two Silverado plus seven hundred and fifty Conquest cash. Or how about one thousand dollars off a twenty twenty-two Blazer plus seven hundred and fifty dollars Conquest cash? Also, over a hundred and fifty pre-owned vehicles in stock. See dealer for details. Central Chevrolet Cadillac is Central Satisfaction. Thirty-two oh seven Stadium Boulevard and online at Central Chevrolet. Feel stuck with high interest debt after the holidays? You don't have to be. A personal loan from Arkansas Federal Credit Union is a smart way to consolidate your high interest debt. Borrow up to $25,000 with fixed rates as low as 4.99% APR. Apply online in minutes at AFCU.org. And once approved, you can get your money in hours. Credit criteria applies. Visit AFCU.org for details. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. All right, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. It's still still Kara and Andrew hanging out. Not, not a lot has changed since our previous segment about three minutes ago. Our phone lines are open at 930-3776. Continuing the debate on who had the best, who had the worst sports weekend. Uh, Todd Graham did not have a good weekend. In case you missed it, this was, uh, well, our time. This was very, very late Friday night that news came out that there would be uh, one more spin, at least, on the college football coaching carousel as Todd Graham was out of uh, resigning at the University of Hawaii. Uh, there had been some really, really heavy allegations that had came out regarding his program in terms of the way that he treated players, kind of verbal abuse along those lines, and a lot of conversations about whether he should should stay or not. But he resigned uh, Friday night. I guess it was only about 530 Hawaii time so still technically a Friday news dump but of course here it was gosh it was late late when this news came out um, he had been at the University of Hawaii for for two seasons and now um, again one more spot that is open after what has already been a very tumultuous off season in, in terms of hirings and firings I think uh, if I recall correctly this makes number 29 in terms of openings in college football this season so, really, uh, I don't think this is going to be one that that is going to create a, a lot of national news. I am slightly curious, you know, they who who could be next. Uh, we know that 
as of late, A-State has had a, a pretty fascinating run of having previous coordinators and assistant coaches elevated into to head coaching roles since the 5-5 five and five era began. So in that vein, you know, I do want to throw out the name Corey Batoon, who was here several years ago in an assistant's role. He is now the defensive coordinator at South Alabama. He's been on the Hawaii staff before. I don't know if he would have an outside shot at this. I don't know how many people are going to be interested in, in this Hawaii job. It's a situation where they're having facility issues, and then obviously Hawaii is in kind of their own different area in terms of recruiting, in terms of access to talent, and so many other things that that involve being able to have a football program. You know, the travel there is absolutely insane in terms of the time it takes your students away from classes and, and from practice and things like that. So they have some different challenges that a lot of teams across the country do. But again, that is a, that's a job that's open. I'm ready now for everything to get to get settled because I want to continue seeing how the assistant carousel goes. There's still openings all over the country in that aspect, including in Jonesboro, where, again, I, I've not even heard uh, a whisper of who A-State's new defensive backs coach will be. The coaches' convention wrapped up last week, so that's usually when you see a lot of moving and shaking in terms of assistant roles, in terms of staff roles, in terms of GA roles, uh, because uh, a lot of coaches change spots when that occurs, but uh, still no news there for Arkansas State, but uh, who knows? Who knows what will be going on there? That's kind of the, the latest news from the college realm. I do still wonder if they're, if they're done or if the Bears can make a, a hire from college, if Harbaugh could possibly want to get back in the NFL. There's still, new, there's still rumors. There's still fun rumors to dive into, but the only thing concrete right now is Hawaii currently without a head coach. 9303776, who had the best, who had the worst sporting weekend? Um, I wouldn't necessarily classify it as, as the worst, but the end of the Grizzlies' win streak Friday night was was not a great game. Um, they kind of got ran over by the Dallas Mavericks, and it's not one of those games where you look at and you – you see the final score and you're like, oh, this is this is a situation that makes you more concerned for the future. I mean, no, look, I, I know it was lopsided. I know it was 112 to 85, but this was a Grizzlies team that just ran out of gas. To be honest with you, they had probably been running on fumes in their win over the Timberwolves. And then once it got time to play Dallas, a team who is still pretty talented, and then, then obviously, you know, Luka Doncic is pretty good. They just didn't have anything left. And lost that game by, you know, almost 30 points. Um, it was the Grizzlies' eighth game in 12 days. It's just insane. It is insane. Which which even in basketball, where you have several different backs-to-backs throughout the course of the season, and, and you've got so many games in a short window, the, it's still insane, even in NBA terms. So the Grizzlies just did not have a lot of left in that game. And you kind of saw that start to be the case about halfway through the third quarter you got to a point there where the Grizzlies uh midway through and especially late in that quarter there were just some (laughs) there are some awful shots man and it's not like they were necessarily bad shots in terms of judgment they just at the end of the third quarter they could not hit the broad side of a barn 
And then in the fourth quarter, it was just it was just over. They put up 12 points in the fourth quarter. It was bad, and that was the end of, end of the streak. It's not the first time this year that Dallas has snapped a Grizzlies streak, but that was definitely a meaningful one and a, a tough, tough one to watch. So now the question is just, you know, you get a couple days off. You don't play Saturday. You don't play Sunday. Can you rebound today against a Bulls team that has been reeling a little bit due to some injuries and in other situations that they have? We'll look at today's game here in just a minute, but let's talk to Red Wolf Mark. What are you doing? Hello, Mr. Ricky. What's up? How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing today, Andrew? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Good. Yep. Yep. And how how you doing, City of Jonesboro out there? They're doing okay today. Okay. Because it's Mark Luther King's birthday. It's Mark Luther King's day. That it is. Yeah. I want to let everybody know we're taking we're taking up donations for our food pantry. Mm-hmm. If um, you want to bring stuff out, drop it off today. Bring it by our church, and I will show you around. I'll show you where I'll be. Right now, we're at our church. You can bring your kids out, let them shoot basketball for you if they want to. And if you want to let kids ride ride the bicycle on a parking lot, you can. Pretty day, mm-hmm. nice day to do that. And uh, you can bring you can uh, bring stuff for our food pantry and just drop it off in Valley by the church and all that good stuff. And. Uh, I'm gonna say go. I'm gonna say go to everybody in Jonesboro. Go everybody in Light. Go everybody in Lawrence Ridge and, and Pocahontas and Perigo, everywhere. Okay. And Bla and Bravo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm gonna start my phone number if you want to come out and bring your kids out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's eight seven zero three four zero eight six nine seven, and you can uh, come out and bring stuff for our food pantry too. Just call me. Let me know. And then I'm on my way at church. We want to drop stuff off. I'm going to say, all righty then. Thank you. All righty then. Thanks, Red Wolf Mark. Who were we even talking about before that? Uh, Grizzlies. Grizzlies. Yeah. Bulls game. Had to think about it. Anyway, some players are <laughs> out for Grizzlies. Some players are out for the Bulls. Let's go to break. Okay. I really just, I just, that, I have no thoughts left in my head. Maybe we'll talk about this game some more when we come back. Maybe not. I don't know. we got one more segment to go, one more break to take. We'll do it. We'll be back to wrap it up in a minute here on the Workday Red Zone. The Ritter Communications Hotline is open now on Northeast Arkansas Sports Station. Call 930-3776. Registration is going on now at East Arkansas Community College. There's never been a better time to enroll in classes at EACC. If you want to make a change in the new year, let EACC help you get there. Many programs are available to get you trained and to get you to work. Free money for spring is available for students enrolled in six or more hours. Apply online at eacc.edu, visit the Wind Center or main campus in Forest City, or call 870-633-4480 to get registered for spring classes. Spring classes begin Tuesday, January 18th. Don't wait to get registered. Go to eacc.edu or call 870-633-4480 today. 
Tax time is drive now time at Car Today because we just say yes. Yes to offering you a great selection of Carfax verified cars, trucks, and SUVs that you can buy now and pay later. Even though you won't file your taxes for a while, we can help you use part of your tax refund now and pay later. Bad credit, no credit, bankruptcy, no problem. Because at Car Today, we know bad things happen to good people. All of our vehicles come with our peace of mind package included. Free warranty, free oil changes, debt protection, sales tax financed available, and satisfaction guarantee. And with tax time at Car Today, you bring us a pay stub and we will use part of your expected tax refund right now to get you into a car, truck, or SUV. Stop by Car Today and see how you really can buy now and pay later. Plus, when 10 people you refer buy a vehicle from us, we will pay off yours. It's tax time at Car Today, 3404 Stadium, or online at NEACarToday.com. Car Today, we'll ride today because we just say yes. Riceland Foods in Jonesboro is hiring. Apply online at Riceland.com for full-time, direct hire manufacturing positions in our parboil mill and plant. Riceland Foods is an equal opportunity employer with a new competitive pay scale geared toward advancement and benefits, including medical, dental, and vision insurance, paid time off, and paid holidays. Riceland Foods in Jonesboro has immediate openings for full-time manufacturing positions. Start your new career today with Riceland Foods. Go to Riceland.com and select jobs at the top of the page to apply online. Trust your heart to better care at NEA Baptist. Better access means communication with your award-winning cardiac team anytime, anywhere with the MyChart app. Better technology means leading this state with new treatments and interventions right here in Jonesboro. Better is an integrated team of experts at your service when seconds matter. Your heart deserves better. Find it at NEA Baptist. COVID-19 cases are still spreading across the state. Safe, effective, and free COVID vaccines are now readily available for all Arkansans ages 5 and up. Booster shots are also available for fully vaccinated people 16 and above. The vaccines are highly effective at preventing severe COVID. That means helping keep you from being hospitalized or even dying. Get vaccinated to protect yourself, your family, and your community. Learn more at healthy.arkansas.gov. This message brought to you by the Arkansas Department of Health. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. All right, home stretch here on the Workday Red Zone and uh, last call on the phones, 9303776, taking your best of and worst of the sports weekend. A lot of you using this opportunity to dunk on the Cowboys and or Dak and or Kellen Moore and or Mike McCarthy. Those have all been. All of the above. Answers today <laughs> on, on social media. But uh, I, I found one more blurb here to add fuel to your fire if you're still mad about that last play call for Dallas. Again, 14 seconds remaining, no timeout. Cowboys trailing 23-17 to and they called a run play, of course. They were unable to set up for the spike in time to run it. Uh, so the play call is unpredictable, obviously, because nothing even remotely that similar has been attempted for the past 25 years. They can go back and look at the data for 25 years, all right, and look at play calls. No team in that time has run a running play in a playoff game 
while trailing by one score with less than 20 seconds remaining and no timeouts. Nobody does that. That's why it was so unpredictable. Nobody does that. Because you can't do that. Yeah, it's just not a smart play. It was, uh, it was not. And Cowboys did cost themselves that game. And again, if you need a, a better, in, I don't know how many other indicators you get that was a, a bad play. Of course, the result showed you that it was not a good idea. But in addition to that, uh, nobody's done that in the playoffs in that situation in, in 25 years. There have been numerous playoff games that have gone down to the wire over the past 25 years. Uh, numerous situations where we've seen teams trying to make that last, um, that, that comeback, trying to score on that game-winning drive, and none of them have ever, ever ever done that i think collectively even though there were blowouts in most of the other games i think collectively that was the weirdest and i think the worst game of the day because it was just the cowboys trying to throw it away then jimmy g trying to throw it away and then just injuries and penalties and it was just a mess well at least you know even though the other games weren't necessarily compelling to watch there were at least good storylines there i mean again true, true. Th- the bills going out and pretty much dominating completing a perfect game you know with no yeah. turnovers no punts uh uh more touchdowns for allen than than incompletions that was just such an incredible performance that that they put on and although they're used to it look i i factor in the fact that it was a ne- negative seven wind chill and that just makes me feel terrible <laughs> I would have been in the locker room still. <laughs> yes. I mean, everything with the Buccaneers, of course, you still have the Tom Brady storyline and just how he, he continues to play and continue what could very well be an MVP season, which is just, it's, every year it's unheard of. Every year, you know, surely there's got to be a time where he slows down. Every single year. I mean, we're on a run of about, what, like eight years where Tom Brady will have a bad game in the regular season and it starts the narrative of, oh, this is it. This is the, this is the beginning of the end. It reminds me of when Peyton was on his last couple of years and every reporter, every game kept being like, so are you retiring? And because they wanted to be the ones to get the quote. And well, it was insane. He also had, you know, he had some significant injury history true, at the end true, of. So, true. so everybody knew because of his neck and because of other things that had gone on throughout his career, there was a end of the tunnel for Manning. There was no doubt about it. True. I don't know when Brady's is anymore, and I don't even want to guess because every time it looks like somebody is ready for him to take the next step in his life in terms of just, I don't even know what that is. I guess he's a clothing designer now, too. Uh, but whatever that next step is for Brady, he's certainly he's in no hurry him to and take Le- it at this point in time. Him and LeBron are still going. It's, it's impressive. One more note on the NFL weekend. Uh, if you – at uh, any point in time, if you kind of turned off that Chiefs game early as they doubled up on the Steelers and, and maybe didn't pay close attention to what happened in that one, maybe thought it was going to be a blowout and, and you didn't watch it, there was one notable storyline with, with what happened there in Kansas City, and it is the fact that for the first time in his, gosh, nine-year career, we saw, well, not just a Travis Kelsey touchdown, because we've seen a lot of those throughout the years. But he threw a touchdown pass in this game. So a two-yard touchdown pass from Travis Kelsey to Byron Pringle. And that was actually the last Kansas City 
scoring of of the day so again some of you probably at that point in time might, might have already turned it off because it was it was a butt kicking but one of the cool things that happened after this is the fact that uh, of course he went and did the whole post game stuff as uh, most players who who have good games do and his mom crashed the press conference it was pretty funny actually you can find the video a few different places but, of course, there's like a, uh, he's answering some questions on Zoom, this, that, and the other. And there's, a, I guess, a moderator of the presser. And uh, the moderator says, uh, questions now for, for Travis Kelsey. And we start with Donna Kelsey. And Kelsey's just, Travis is like, I'm sorry, what? Don, Don, Donna Kelsey? And, of course, it becomes <laughs> very clear the second she opens his mouth that, yes, it is not some Donna Kelsey uh, from a media outlet. But it is, in fact, Donna Kelsey, his mom, who was very excited, of course, not just that he won and had a good game, but that he finally got to throw a touchdown pass in his career. So pretty cool stuff. It's cool stuff there for the Kelseys. Of course, she had she had two different playoff games I was to about watch to say, the course yeah. of the day. She was busy, 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 busy. What a great mom. Yeah, from going to – she went to two playoff games and did a post game. Again, as she – through questions Travis Kelsey's way. That's that's a big day. She started the day in Tampa, wrapped up the day in Kansas City, and even got on a media call. I'm impressed. That is a hardworking woman. That is. Saw two winners, too. Two good games. Uh, next week, NFL, hopefully the competition will be a little bit better. Um, I was not really, when it was announced, a huge advocate for expanded playoffs and the seven seeds that we saw play over the weekend got drilled so that didn't really go much against my argument uh don't didn't really need playoff expansion it's here anyways though but that's uh that's what we'll see for the next few years is maybe a really really bad wild card opening weekend maybe next year it'll be better who knows who knows coming up tomorrow on the program uh look forward to our weekly conversation with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. Don't forget, uh, if you need your Red Wolves fixed tonight, it is live with the Red Wolves at Lost Pizza on Southwest Drive. So 6 o'clock is when that is going to get underway. And, of course, it'll be Coach Mike Bellotto. It'll be Coach Destiny Rogers. A couple of special player guests as well. And they'll recap the most recent action. Or, in the case of Mike Bellotto, just look ahead recent action. I don't know what I don't know what Coach Bellotto is going to talk about. They didn't get to play last week. I guess he can uh, talk about. Hopefully, we'll find out what helpful hints he gave to the officiating crew Thursday night when he was there sitting courtside watching the women beat Appalachian State because he was very uh, he's very vocal with his guidance there of what the officials were doing. <laughs> There's a lot of pointing. <laughs> <laughs> from him and Coach Scutero. So I would, uh, I'd love to know what was said in those conversations from Coach Bellotto to uh, that officiating crew. I'm sure it was very, very interesting. Just recapping some of the news from today again. We mentioned this right at the beginning of the program, but I want to throw it out there one more time. Congratulations to A-State's Corey Rucker, uh, the freshman wide receiver, was named earlier today to the Football Writers Association of America All-Freshman all-America team. So uh, a cool, cool honor there for him. 
and a fantastic start to his Arkansas State career. Of course, he uh, he got to be a freshman for the second time, <laughs> which is a little bit unprecedented, but he capitalized on it, led Arkansas State in touchdowns, led Arkansas State in receiving yards as well. And he's going to need to be a big, big piece of that offense next year as well. As you know, right now the mystery is is who's going to be throwing to him and what that Arkansas State offensive attack is going to look like next season. I think they're going to be set at wide receiver. And they do have some good pieces coming back at running back. That tight end room looks good, but how will the offensive line shore up and, and who who is? Who's going to be throwing the ball? Who's going to be throwing <laughs> the ball? That's the big Big, big question. We've still got, what, right at, I think, two months until spring camp opens. So a little bit of time that we'll all have to debate that amongst ourselves before we start True. to see in person. I know Jackson Daly is on campus. So you had him and several other freshmen that were able to come in early. Actually, technically still high school seniors that are now college freshmen. But that'll be a fun battle this spring. Still a little ways away from that, though. Uh, that wraps up today's program here on the Workday Red Zone. Appreciate everybody who tuned in, called in, tweeted in with your comments. You all can stop the Cowboys hate now. It's time to move on to another topic that we'll <laughs> get into tomorrow. Uh, hey, uh, keep it here. Again, we've got uh, no setup today, no drive, but we do have some Memphis Grizzlies basketball pregame coverage at 2. Tip-off against the Bulls today at 2.30. Also appreciate Andrew joining us today, filling in for Cade. For Andrew, I'm Kara. Thanks so much for hanging out. Uh, Cannot wait to talk to you tomorrow. Have a great, great day. This is Will Oswald with your Monday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update brought to you by Plans to Tire Service.